Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back at Julie Harris. It is March the 29th. Why yes. am I talking so fast? Did you hear that? <laughs> I don't know. Too much caffeine, perhaps. Do you know, actually? No, I... do not reset how you're listening to us. I that got... was just funny. I had somebody <laughs> uh, text me saying they'd accidentally... So they texted me and they say, you know, I love your guys' podcast. I listen to it every day, but you guys really do talk too fast. That's funny. And then with somebody, and it's, and it's like, well, you know, I can... I am... You can accuse me of talking too fast because I do talk too fast sometimes, for sure. Sometimes you do not. No, generally not. You are not. I mean, I don't think I do. And so, like, I didn't want to let it go because that just seemed like a you know weird comment, and we'd never received that comment. You know, Mm -hmm. me talking too fast, yes. You talking too fast, no. So then I asked him, like, so when you're listening to the podcast, what's the number in the circle that's on your player? Yeah. And they were listening at like one and a half times (laughs) a normal rate. (laughs) Well, it was over sooner. (laughs) But you know what the funny thing is? So I started listening to us, but I didn't speed us up. I slowed us down. We sound like so. This is what you're supposed to do. (laughs) So if something sounds funny, you do indeed have a setting on your podcast thingy. Yeah, I've had that happen before with other podcasts, and I'm like, am I just not awake? Well, this is boring. And then I look at it, and I'm like, okay, wrong setting. The best uh, uh, person to listen to on the slow setting is Ben Shapiro. Yes, because he is a naturally fast talker. Seriously. So he he does sound inebriated if you slow him down. <laughs> and then when you listen to Joe Rogan, whether you speed it up or slow it down, he just sounds normal because he's usually inebriated. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, so this is Real Estate Coaching Radio, believe it or not. And we are actually, I should confess, Julie and I are taking a spring break this week. But that does not mean that we're not going to be doing our podcast every day. So um, we are talking about something that Julie has not told me yet what we're discussing. But all I know and all she's told me is this is something that one of you requested that we feature on the podcast. So we are. Yes, actually, several of you. Some of this came out on our Premier Coaching uh, Facebook Live Mastermind that we do every day for our Premier Coaching members. But also, this one has a little bit of discussion from previous Clubhouse uh, sessions. So what is the topic? Rules to earn full-time income and a part-time schedule. We are uh, very pro Part time, a lot of you know, a lot of our competition is like you're in or you're out. You know, you you suck if you're not full time, and we don't really believe that. You know, I think there's lots of different ways to do this. There's nothing that says you must work work X amount of hours to be successful. There's nothing requiring you but, to make certainly t- certain decisions. Dr- so we're going to go down that path. Okay, but let's drill down on that. And I don't. This is the real bottom line reason why. And we obviously, Julie and I, have been in this industry forever, and that is one of the top questions. A lot of people mm-hmm. will say. I want to like how to transition right. and stuff like that. It's, so was this the yeah. topic? Okay, yeah. got it. That's a good topic. But I want to just start out with a real basic understanding is that um, when you get into real estate and you're leaving a full-time job and that full-time job has health insurance and gives you your family financial security and you're the sole breadwinner and you all of a sudden have these creative angstful feelings that somehow you want to go out and start your own real estate business and you want to basically finally break the ties of having a job and you're setting yourself free 
but you're doing it at the detriment of your financial security for your family, you don't have the right to do that. That's actually point number one, yes. Is it? it it's a kind of a prequel point, is to really examine what your true benefits are at your job job. Right. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to eventually be able to transition. It's just to compare apples to apples. What does real estate actually have to provide for you in order to meet or exceed what you're already getting at your job, okay? And there's different ways to work that too. Well, and which we'll go through today. I won't yeah. step on any it's more of okay. your points. We're good. But that is really where we, that's a starting point of all conversations. If you want to go into real estate full-time and quit your job job, if you're just by yourself, then, you know, it's you, that's okay. Go for it. It doesn't matter. Take as much risk as you want to. But if you've got family, if you've got kids, you've got a bunch of mouths to feed and they're, they're solely dependent on you, um, you know, if you have a partner spouse and they're not working and everyone, you know, look, you don't have that kind of freedom. You just don't. You've already made some decisions. Decisions and you got to respect the decisions and the commitments you've already made. Now, that does not mean that you can't transition into real estate. And that's what we're going to be mm -hmm. focusing on today. And you can do that without sacrificing um, these the sense of security that you owe your family you've already committed to, uh, to provide. Um, and you're not less than for going into real estate as a part-time agent than moving in full-time. And we're going to help you create a plan. I just glanced at Julie's uh, notes. So we're going to help you create a plan so you can move forward with that. So I think it's a good, it is, is you know, this is kind of funny because mm -hmm. I've never heard anybody at our level actually say it's okay to be part-time. I know. And I, I just think that's kind of coaching malpractice in a way, because how many people are like, that's it. I'm quitting my job today. Well, and, but that's, you know. see, you and I come at it from a different perspective. You yeah. and I come at it from a perspective of someone people in our organization, we've mm -hmm. had hundreds of thousands, if not well over a million coaching calls, mm -hmm. right? Who the hell knows? I don't At even least. know, right? Yeah. Gazillions. Mm -hmm. And the hardship, some people think that the only way they can su succeed is to be full-time in real estate. Yeah. And then what do they do? They screw up their finances. They screw up their, sure. you don't have enough Because state. they don't really know what they're signing up for. Exactly. You know, and, and they don't realize yeah. that some people don't even intellectualize what it feels like to be 100% yeah. commissioned. That's right. I, well, I remember, it's so funny. I remember way back when we got our very first licenses, um, back when you had to go to actual classroom to do it. I remember we were on a break. I was uh, at the Coke machine and I had been sitting next to this girl for, you know, like two or three classes and she was like packing up all of her stuff and, <clears throat> excuse me, and bailing. And I'm like, what's the deal? I thought you were all in, you know? Just, just talk to, talk to the <clears throat> And uh, yeah. she goes, well, I just found out it's commission only. I'm out of here. Like, this was this big light bulb that nobody had actually told her until class number four or five yeah. in pre-licensing that, you know, there's no salary. So understand what the rules are. I wrote down some uh, pre-note notes, which is something you just touched on, insurance. So well, we're going to get to point number one. But I rem uh, remind all of you, if you guys are looking for your 2021 business plan, if you haven't downloaded this yet, um, please do text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Text, just, just text the numbers. It's really simple. Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link and it's for a, a, a basically an unindexed page on our website. And you can download the real estate treasure map. You can download a whole bunch of other books too. I think we give you six or seven uh, free books. And when you do that, all you've got to do is text and then we send you the link and you download the books. Yes, the real estate treasure map is available on uh, Amazon, but don't buy it. <laughs> I want to give it to you. So just text 2021 to 855-685-1045. And again, if you're listening to us for the first time, believe it or not, this is the number one daily <laughs> listened to podcast for real estate agents in the nation. 
Um, and we're also in, uh, in 60 plus different countries as well. And uh, look, this our job here is to give you guys practical, tactical information that leaves you with the motivation to finally get into action. And so uh, these points are specifically designed for all of you who are or you know sitting on both sides of the fence trying to decide your career path. So make sure you're taking notes and uh, make sure you're drilled down. And by the way, Julia, reading these exact points from our book called Harris Rules. Um, I think it's almost, I haven't even checked. Uh, did you check recently? I think it's close to 500 yeah. five-star reviews on Amazon. It's also available at Barnes & Noble, available at all major booksellers, but you can get it from Amazon the, the quickest, obviously. It's called Harris Rules. So this, these points she's reading from uh, page 152. <laughs> so those of you who are reading reading along, it is also available on Audible. So pick up our book there, Mrs. Indeed. Harris. Indeed. So you touched on the insurance thing, and this is kind of a pre-point kind of, you know, before we get down to the rules and things for you to think about. Um, you know, things have gotten better because and I, I'm pretty sure it's the only company that offers this, but EXP does actually offer health insurance. And for decades, I mean, since the beginning of real estate, you know, you quit your job, you get into real estate, there was no health insurance. You were on your own. You had to find your own resources. So at least that's, you know, some encouragement there on the health insurance. It's thing. almost impossible nowadays <laughs> to find individual. If you are just, you know, sure. Bob on the street trying to find health it's insurance, it's too, too expensive, right? Mm -hmm. And that is a really good point. EXP does offer a health insurance option for agents. And for what I, Julie and I can't use it because we live in Puerto Rico. Otherwise, we would for sure Definitely. be doing it. Um, but I've heard from countless people that are part of our EXP revenue share group that they've gotten EXP or insurance through EXP, and it was less than what they were paying before. Uh, in some cases, a lot less than. So Especially if, you're, if you have family. Yeah. yeah. If you're an EXP agent, make sure you check that out. And if you guys are looking for a sponsor at EXP, yes, of course, Julie and I would love the opportunity to sponsor you. Uh, just t uh, You can text me directly to my cell phone, 512-758-0206, and just text me directly and say, hey, I'm interested in learning more about EXP, and uh, we'll get the ball, uh, you know, essentially the ball down the field. So just text me directly at 512-758-0206. Okay. Uh, next mini pre-point and then we're going to get to the actual rules. This will probably be a multi-day uh, series for these podcasts. So the next thing is at least unless you're, you know, maybe you're a single person and you're okay with having 30 to 60 days of reserves. But for most people, six months of basic savings is a good criteria before you, you even consider really quitting your regular job. Why? Because let's take it, let's say it takes you 30 days to, you know, figure out a plan. You become coachable. You have a lot of aha moments. You've got to do your post-licensing. You've got to get some clients. You've got to get them in contract, and then they have to close. That could be, you know, at best 90 days to four months if you absolutely have it together. So you have to sort of plan for it taking longer than you think. Oh, but I'm super motivated. I'm going to figure it out. Well, you can be super motivated, but the way things work is it could be 90 days before you get paid. It's also worth mentioning a lot of agents get into this business and the first piece of advice they have and the second and the third piece are all garbage. It's all garbage. They're telling you to buy buyer leads. Yeah. So it's really important that when you get into the bus this business, don't just start getting your credit card out to every Tom, Dick, and Harry that are trying to sell you things that you don't know whether or not you need. By the way, 99% of them you don't need. Sorry to be gratuitous about this. Just get our book and we'll walk you through exactly how to build a success real estate business from A to Z. That's really what it is. Um, but you six months of reserves, that's to cover your core personal business expense. So there's your first goal you should have. So for example, if you want to be full-time in real estate and you're just doing it part-time now, go into the future and then look at your cash flow and say, well, okay, by the time, what, end of the year rolls out or maybe July or August, at that point, you'll have six months of cash reserves saved. You need to, there's two benefits to that. 
and I'll tell you the biggest one, and I'll give, make this even more of a challenge for all of you. While you're selling real estate part-time, don't spend any of the money you're earning from selling real estate. Use that to build your war chest so that can be your escape plan from your full-time job. Bridge money, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about rules to earn full-time income on a part-time schedule. After all, the name of the book is Harris Rules, so here's some rules. Number one, follow a plan. Identify what the goal actually is. Okay, so are you working part-time until you can switch to full-time or, and this is okay, is real estate always going to be supplemental? What's the income required for you? We have lots of people that, I mean, I have people in Premier Coaching that they're listening on their lunch hour from their job job. Yep. That's okay. But, you know, but the point is, identify what real estate is supposed to accomplish for you. We had, I'll, I'm going to tell you guys a true story. There was a coaching client named uh, Paul, don't remember his last name. He had a really complicated him. last name. He had his own real estate brokerage. He worked as a full-time contractor. He never told me which agency of the federal government, but it was either yeah. the NSA or the uh, CIA. But he worked as a contractor. Again, I know that just sounds badass. And, but that's what he did. But here's the nerdy side. They made code. <laughs> so, yeah. so he may have worked for the CIA, but he was a coder. Anyway, so his uh, he sold real estate part-time. And he sold real estate to all the people that he knew from all the different connections he had, from his obvious full-time job, from all these other different sure. things. But he's a perfect example. And I, you know, he, I know he still does both things too. So he's successful doing his full-time job, successful selling real estate. And when does he sell? He focuses primarily on listings as we you know, coached him to do. And he focuses on, I think if I remember correctly, he's basically carves out every Friday to have that be all day real estate day. So he'll go Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Clients, you know, they don't care. They don't care the fact that he's got another full-time job. He probably doesn't even talk about it. They probably maybe even know him from the full-time job. And that's the reason that they feel connected to him. So some of you guys, because of your full-time job, and this is the mind bender, will actually be more successful selling real estate part-time because you can get referrals from that big group of people that you know at work, not to mention the HR department. So I'm going to say that again. Some of you actually might be more successful as practitioners that's a real estate salesperson selling real estate practitioner selling real estate part-time because of the connections you have from your full-time job. Again, something else that's that true. most people don't take into consideration. Well, that's a lot of our coaching. You, you had a really great client that was a UPS gal or no a FedEx, FedEx gal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and one of the reasons she kept FedEx is because FedEx has really kick-ass benefits. So she had, I think she had it. So she only had to work like 18 or 20 hours at FedEx and a lot of her actual connections and her real estate deals were from people that, you know, I think she was in charge of something logistics, but she was around people all the time. Hold, hold on, Julie. She works yeah. at FedEx. Of course she was of doing course. something with logistics. I know, but she's not like, you know, putting the tape on <laughs> but the But she wasn't driving a truck. No, yeah. she, she was like in the kind of the, you know, intellectual side of it. But she was around people all the time and got to talk about real estate, was not a secret agent, wasn't weird about it. Another client that you'll remember, full-time fireman in Michigan. Oh, yeah. Okay? Used to prospect expireds from the firehouse because guess what? Firemen are not actually on the job all the time. So there's lots of different iterations. Um, and you mentioned FedEx because that's one of the most common things that people will keep as a part-time job or get on purpose because it has flexible hours and really killer benefits. Right. So again, so. this is this is kind of bending the rules, but here we are. It's 2021. We're almost post-COVID. You have to think out of the box. There is no such thing as a normal career path anymore. So doing two things simultaneously okay. that, com that complement each other, that's just called smart. Yeah. And get this, another iteration of that is a lot of our coaching clients are getting their 20-something kids licensed mm -hmm. so that they can make referral fees. 
And honestly, so they can get involved with EXP early because there's benefits to that. Um, so there's lots of different uh, avenues to go. And, and you mentioned all the time how many new licensees are getting in. A lot of them are planning on being part-time so or supplemental or a backup plan. So Jules, imagine someone's listening right now and they're saying, you guys are speaking my language. I am tired of these brokerages telling me I have to be full-time and yeah. I need to quit my job. I don't even want to quit my job. It's a good job. Been here mm -hmm. forever. I have some kind of stock options, all kinds of financial sure. benefits from staying here. So, uh, and, I, and you may be even thinking, well, maybe I can do deals because I am working at said company. Well, not only, so here's your expansive next level, possibly next level thinking for all of you. Maybe keeping your job will be a honey hole for you to generate leads for your real estate sales. But then when you're associated with eXp, then you're also going to be creating other alternative financial, uh, potential financial spokes for yourself through revenue share, through, uh, you know, participating in the equity programs. So you're just, you're, the idea that you are going to sell real estate is going to now, if you apply all these thoughts together, create multiple streams of income for you. And that's, pretty genius. I mean, the it's whole amazing. thing coming together is amazing. Yeah. And you can do that, that entire model that you described, even with referral fees yep. and or, you know, leases as well, for those of you who are in the rental end of things. Okay. So point number one was follow a plan, actually know what you want out of real estate. Number two, embrace the fact that you must prospect. A part-time agent who prospects is more efficient than a full-time agent who doesn't. The part-time agent will also net a higher percentage of their income as well, which means you'll actually have to do fewer deals, not more. That's a, such a good point. And uh, prospect, we're not supposed to say that. I know. Proactively, proactively generation. Proactively generation, right. We have to sanitize it for your protection listeners because yeah. so many of you guys are getting such you know confusing thoughts about the idea of actually having real sales skills and learning how to sell. But here, that is what she just said is the truth. Um, I'll go back to Paul, for example. You know, He would work intensely on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So miracle of miracles, he could get, you know, seven days worth of work done and probably would amount to maybe a day and a half of actual work and the rest of what he was working with his customers. Because he was efficient about it. Because he was efficient. He wasn't screwing around. When he said he was going to make his 10 contacts, he made his 10 contacts. When he said he was going to set an appointment, he set an appointment. That's the mindset to take that some full-timers, they never develop that discipline because they give themselves too much time. You know, they will fill the entire week of nonsensical, you know, social networking fluffery and never actually get around to doing the real work of real estate where a part-timer who's focused, who has a plan, who's following, frankly, Harris Rules, our book, they're going to be very efficient. That's right. And I would also add to, you know, the having a job and doing this part-time and your point about being super efficient when you have less time, you're more efficient. To prove that point, think about when you're getting ready to go to the airport. You miraculously get that big to-do list done in like 22 seconds because you've got a deadline. You don't have a lot of time to deal with it. I would put into this category also because I'm coaching several of, uh, you know, our elite coaching clients are like this, full-time moms, okay, who don't have tons of time because they're taking care of little kids at home or, and or doing the homeschool thing, the distance learning thing, taking kids to multiple schools, whatever. You guys as well are who we're talking to. So that's all right. Also, by, by the way, Julie, 455 five-star reviews. I just looked. That'll work. So let's get 456 today. <laughs> no, guys. let's get up to 500. <laughs> let's get up to 500. All right. So next point number three or rule number three, track your numbers closely using a white, our whiteboard system that we teach you both in the Harris rules book, as well as with coaching clients, concentrate heavily on lead generation and tracking your short, medium and long-term leads. This is something who uh, that people who are not used to being in sales are not used to actually tracking their leads and knowing how to pre-qualify. So track and understand who's going to be your next clients. Now let me I'm going to throw a caveat in there because mm -hmm. I know we're uh, poorly trained or frankly 
low-skilled agents are going to migrate towards. What Julie just said is really critical, and don't misunderstand what she's saying. Yes, to dry erase board. Yes, to keep track of your leads. But understand, really, once you learn how to pre-qualify, your goal is not to have crap tons of leads. Crap tons of leads, right? And and don't spend months asking what's the best CRM. Right. That's That's a huge, another number one huge mistake. And by the way, it's also a number one huge uh, waste of money too. Is these long-term drip campaigns and all these email follow-ups and all these fancy videos? Just pick up the damn phone. Pick up the phone, use our scripts, ask them the tough questions, and read the script. Uh, sorry if you don't like the word script. Can't say a script. It's not my words. It's a conversational outline. Let's just call it the CL Julian are having to basically feather or nerf up some of these words <laughs> so we don't offend you guys. But, you know, that's the bottom line is if you follow a conversational outline, also known as a script, you're going to get the desired outcome. And your goal should not be to accumulate a bunch of leads. You don't win. In the, the person with the most leads does not win. In this business, the person with the most net profit is the person that wins. It's not even the person with the most closings. It's not even the person with the most, you know, highest volume. It's the person, it's the agent with the most net profit that wins. Profit is your product. All right. Next, point number four, choose your brokerage wisely. Changing brokers is disruptive and costs time and money. So make the right choice in the first place. You know, you had somebody on uh, Clubhouse the other day who had like a little confession uh, I think she called herself a brokerage sampler. And she she said, in the past three years, I've been with blah, 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 like, you know, five or six brokerages that she just kept on switching because she was looking for the right combination. And so, I mean, we have to put our licensing with someone. Our coaches do. There is a reason that we're with EXP. We do believe that that's the best choice for most of you. So don't mess around, you know, getting ready to get started to look into it to possibly you but, make that decision because under- switching is really disruptive. But there's an underlying point, though, yeah. that you're making. A More bro- opportunity a, there. A, a, well, yeah. the underlying point, guys, is at the end of the day, your success is, is dependent on you. And if you think you're joining a brokerage that they're going to provide you uh, with a bunch of leads or things like that, look, you might, and they might give you some buyer leads, but at the end of the day, you're always going to be beholden. And by the way, working with buyers in this market is a recipe for the nut house, basically. So it's so hard right now. And the buyer's market is just going to, the buyer agency business model is going to continue to be on its heels for at least the next three to five years. So at the end of the day, your brokerage is just a place to basically put your license and your success is dependent on you, the people you align with and the decisions that you make. Mostly though, beyond that, it's with you what you do with the information and how you apply it that's ultimately going to determine your results. So be look, the whole bouncing around to different brokerages thing, what you're going to discover is pretty much all the brokerages are identical. They're all going to be almost operation, operating almost exactly the same. They're not going to do anything beyond the cursory, that a boy, that a girl, here's a plaque, here's an award, good job, in terms of basically helping you build your business. You're going to have to do it yourself. If it's uh, meant to be, it's up to me. That is what you need to memorize for your entire career. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. Yep. And, you know, we did a podcast on this about uh, two weeks ago where we were doing from the mailbag and somebody had written in, what is a brokerage supposed to provide for me? And we dedicated a podcast to that. Yeah, that's right. So if you guys can find that on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and Amazon Music and everywhere else. And you can also go over to timandjulieharris.com and listen to our past podcast too. Yes. Okay. So point number five or rule number five, get your pre-listing package. Your buyer's presentation, yes, there's a buyer's presentation, and listing presentation done, learned, and polished as soon as possible. Earn while you learn. The more you use these presentations, the better you're going to get. And honestly, not having these, especially in today's market, will absolutely delay your success. 
This applies especially to people who have limited time because you probably will have fewer appointments, which means each appointment is worth more. You want to make sure that you're winning every time. And Tim, people are starting to have to compete for buyer business. You know, we have discussions about that all the time. Why, why is it so hard to get them to sign an agreement? It's because you didn't do a buyer presentation. All of these things that we get them going with immediately with coaching, whether they're part-time or full-time, does not matter. You should not be wandering out in the wild of real estate without these three things done. Jules, have you ever thought and asked yourself why someone would listen to us and someone would hear all this information and, you know, maybe they resist in the start because we're telling them things they don't want to hear and then not sign up for the coaching? you ever thought about why someone would – the coaching's not expensive. It's so not expensive. why would they choose not to sign up for coaching? When they, when they know that they need it. They're learning things from our podcast. I guess maybe that's another level of commitment. That's what it is. You know, and a little a touch of accountability that kind of makes people squirm. And I, I do think that that's, for some people, pretty strong because I want to get into real estate so I can be my own boss. You know, it's like they feel like somebody's kind of telling them what to do, I had even though it's for their own good. I had a call this morning with a guy named uh, Brian, mm-hmm. and he said that he's been listening and following us. He texted me and I called him back, which, you know, I like doing. <laughs> I don't do it often, but I, I did a with surprise him. surprise attack. And, and he, was, he was with EXP, and he was, he'd been with, um, you know, he's been coached on and off for a long time, not by us, by other companies. He's been listening to Julie and I forever. And uh, he wants us to basically, he wants to join, just long story short, he wanted to hire us. And so I asked him if he'd been listening to us, he'd bought our book, he'd listened to all of our podcasts. I could tell he actually was a listener because he was saying some of this. Talks to talk. He was, well, he was talking our talk. He yeah. was saying the things that we say on the podcast sure. and say in our books and say in our coaching and all mm-hmm. that. Some of our, you know, copywritten slogans and whatnot. And uh, I said, well, why haven't you signed up for coaching before this? So like, what's the delay? And I never, I hardly ever talk to anybody about, we have a sales team that basically sure. talks to you guys. So I, and again, I just called this guy back just because I had 10 minutes to fill and, you know, there you go. So uh, he said, because I know if I hire you guys, I'm going to be out of excuses for not succeeding. <laughs> and I'm fearful that if I, you know, he didn't say fearful, he used another word. But if I hire you, I know in my heart that if I don't succeed, that I'll basically, I'll be at the end of my rope. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. So you, does that, how do you explain that yeah. to the listeners? Well, I think it's it's one thing to listen to a lot of stuff and know that that's probably what you should be doing. It's another thing to have somebody who is... It was fear uh, of failure. Yeah. And, you know, when you hire us, you're hiring a very interested third party. We're very invested in your success. And we've also walked in your shoes. I think that's a big difference. Is, you know, but they you, know that, you know... We're not playing. No, we're not playing. Yeah, we're not playing. Well, our joke is, you know, this is not Tim and Julie's halfway house for wayward realtors. We try and raise superstars here. I don't know how to... I mean, look, if you want to sell six houses a year, like, talk to a few friends. You don't necessarily need coaching, right? No. We're, we're here to, you know, build your career long term. We've had coaching clients with us, uh, some of them 15, 16 years, where we've seen them and helped them grow from practically pre-licensing to running major operations. You know, I don't think a casual agent could sell six houses a year in this market, to be honest with you. I just you know, Not anymore, probably yeah, not, not anymore. because you're going to not have the skill to win. It's become too competitive. It, you yeah. Normally, if you, you're, what you That's said true. is true. You just pick up six buyers. Well, but, you used to when there was inventory, when things were a little bit easier, you know, 
you could, there were agents that had a, a fairly okay career working with buyers because you'd show five and sell one. You can't do that anymore. You can't. You You're have lucky to, to find one, compete against 20 offers and pray to the real estate gods you win. It's harder to succeed working with buyers now by far than it is working with sellers. That's Way. just the bottom line. But going back to yeah. this conversation I had with Brian, yeah. because he knew hiring Julie and I would result in him finally having to stop Maybe he has may, to take action. Well, That's he was it. maybe com- he said, "I'm committed. I'm 100 percent down. I'm gonna." And then this is what I said to him. I said, "Well, what's different now?" He's uh, he said he was 53. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he wasn't where he wanted to be financially. That was the call I was sitting outside. By mm-hmm. the way, mm-hmm. he you know he wasn't you know all these emotional things. And sure. Brian, if you're listening, I'm not using your last name, so don't worry about it. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> so he, um, you know, he said, I'm not where I wanted to be. And I said, and he said, I'm, you know, absolutely going to do it this time. I want to hire you and Julie. Da, 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 da. And I said, well, but Brian, that's kind of bullshit, isn't it? And he said, he said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, how long have you been saying that exact same things and differing levels of intensity to yourself? You've been saying, I'm going to guess. You've been saying exactly what you just said to me since you were probably 35. So what makes me think that you're going to do anything different now that you're 53? What's the difference? And then we had a really good conversation yeah. because he realized that he was basically full mm-hmm. of shit and that had been saying that to himself for you know decades sure. and had never really done anything with it mm-hmm. because what he was doing is he was not leaving it all in the field in terms of his business and probably his personal life either, of which we don't really deal with. We're just strictly sure. business. But if he says, I'm going to no longer, like he knows how to prospect, for example, this guy. So he's he in said, trouble now. Well, listen, but he <laughs> yeah. stopped prospecting five years ago. Mm-hmm. And now all he's doing is the centers of influence and past clients. Mm-hmm. And the same breath, he's telling me how he's basically not where he wants to be financially. So he right. knows he hires us. Yeah. The first thing one of our coaches is going to do is mm-hmm. he's going to get back on that damn phone and he's going to get a sure. savings rate back. He's going to pay off some debt. Mm-hmm. So that's the not playing part. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when somebody's listening to us, they know we're not playing and they know our coaches aren't playing yeah. and they know our system's going to work for them. That's right. They're just not 100% ready to do what they don't want to do when they don't want to do at the highest level. Yes. They're not willing to actually commit. Well, when you are, you know how to reach us. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, yeah. you can just go to timandjulieharris.com <laughs> and you can check us out there. But guys, listen, you're going to get to the point in your life when you're finally sick of your own you know, it BS. It don't wait too long, though. And, it, and so that's where the conversation went. He, he yeah. said, because I'm running out of time, which is well, uh, yes. which is true. And, he is. And we've had quite a few calls and clients like that. Sometimes, you know, they're different birthdays. I remember a coaching client you had when he hit 40. It's like a yeah. light bulb went off and all of a sudden he had had enough of his own crap. And that yeah. was, you know, the beginning of his real production. But he, so. But at 53, a lot of years left. Yeah. But hypothetically, not all those years are going to be the years he's not going to necessarily yeah. be in the, you know, it is what it is. You get older, things sure. don't work the same. You know what I commonly hear from uh, that general crowd, men and women the same, is that, you know, it, it's not like they're starving. They've figured out a lot of stuff, right? They're okay. They're, they're you know, paying their bills. But they, they say, I want when my older years, I want to sell real estate because I want to and right. when I want to, not because I absolutely have to and I'm dependent on all these transactions. So here's the reason that I know he'll, he'll turn it around. Because mm-hmm. A, I do believe he's sick of his own bullshit, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, he does have skill set. He has in his past shown his willingness to do what he didn't want to do Which is awesome. do at the highest level. Yeah. And three, because his, his mind was in the right place. He said, yeah. I want to essentially uh, take care of my wife myself and my family, like I've always promised myself I would do. So he has moved past his emotion, mm-hmm. his ego really, and he's attaching to the feeling of who he wants to be on the other side of making the decision. So I know he'll be successful. I know he'll yeah, be Yeah, because he's using, look at the, the language that he's using. 
He in nothing that you just said from that conversation did he say things like, "Well, I, it's time to try this, right. and I'll I'll see how it goes, and you know maybe I'll try you guys out for sixty days." You know, he's he's not like one foot out the door. And I listen to that language too because that really tells you what's going on in somebody's head, their level of commitment. You can, but you can hear it. You can when you hear talk it. To someone. You can yeah, hear you it in their, their words, voice. in their yeah. voice, in their resonance, and then their uh, their emotion. So here, here's what I told yeah. him, and this was, I mean, this is a one-on-one call. Uh, some of you will think this is too harsh, but maybe you should be this harsh with yourself. I told him he needs to amplify how pissed off and disgusted he is with himself. Sure. I said he needs to Believe make that. himself so absolutely insane with inner, you know, disappointment that he's not moved his, you know, that essentially. it's surely unacceptable for him to not move. And forward. the pain has to be yeah. so intense that he'll do everything in his power to move away from that pain. Yeah. And that's basically what he has to manifest inside See, of himself. I don't think that's harsh. I think that that's well, that's real. reality, but that's not real. even that's not what people say in this nerfed up world we're in. I know. It's just that's the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, my version of that is when somebody's, you know, not doing what they know they're supposed to do and they know how to do it because it's not fair to try and hold somebody accountable that doesn't yet have the skill. You know, you got to get sure. them there. But I give them the option. Okay, lower your goals. You can do that. You don't have to move towards that because your actions are not matching that. So you have an option. Get to work on the things that we've put together for your plan or choose a goal that we're not going to go for anymore. You don't have to do that. You know, you can keep on skating around. And you know what? They get so pissed when I do that. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, I'm really serious. Okay, show me that you're serious, you know. Yeah, so, so you you, yeah. you create that you have them create maybe a dream board or a visualization, and then if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, yeah, start taking stuff down. Take stuff. Exactly. Your dream board's too big. You need to shrink it, like maybe a three by five card instead of a wall. <laughs> so I'm just saying we have many methods here. Okay, I think this is a good place to wrap for today. We've given them five points, and we have more. We're talking this week about rules to earn full time income on a part time schedule. Some of you guys think that you're full-time, but if you look at the real work of real estate, it's probably a part-time schedule. So yep. this is also for people that maybe are kind the, of the, pretending. So this is this is a thing. So you guys don't know this, but we actually can see what you're doing all it's day. It's called Agent Cam. It's Agent Cam. And, you know, that's We're not, on to you. Yeah, exactly. We know what you're doing all day, and we know you're spending, at best, maybe 10 minutes of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. But most of you, like one of the things that we uh, coach our agents, to, our coaching clients to eat, it's a, it's a mindset more than anything. If you're not putting yourself in a position to hear the word no, not from your dog or your wife or your <laughs> husband or your dog, your kids or whatever. If you're not hearing, your, putting yourself in a position to hear the word no from a prospective seller or from a current listing, maybe you're getting a price change on, you're not doing your job every day. You have to be looking for opportunities to actually get people to sign contracts, which means you might hear the word no. Now, if you move past that, you know, your ego's resistance to putting yourself in a position where you're going to possibly hear no, I promise you on the other side, that's everything you want in life. Because you're going to realize that no does not kill you, <laughs> no matter how many times you hear it and in any different iterations that you hear it. It will not kill you. It is not harmful for your, for, for your health. There is no, you know, Surgeon General warning on the outside of the word no. Just embrace the fact that everything you want in life is truly on the other side doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. This morning, Julie and I uh, did a whole bunch of, you know, doing what we didn't want to do. <laughs> yeah. We got up this morning. Well, we had a nice breakfast with a friend. That was we good. Sure. And then we walked six miles and then we went to the gym and we came back and we are now doing the podcast for you guys. 
So I promise you, other than just the beautiful... And that's on spring break. It's a beautiful place that we live, exactly. Uh, when we were at the gym, didn't want to do it. Uh, there was about halfway through the walk where I was ready to basically jump on the back of somebody's golf cart. Seriously, <laughs> me too. I did have that thought. Take us home. <laughs> exactly. But we do it every single day because we like the output. We like the result. And that's... Look, I'm talking to you, Brian. I'm talking to all the other Brians out there and all the Bobs and the Bettys and the all the other rest of you. You can be successful doing this... Uh, you know, part-time, uh, and you can create a plan and we're going to help you finish it out tomorrow where you can go from part-time to full-time, but you got to have an actual plan and creating your own plan. That's where that, I think ultimately answering my own question, mm -hmm. most, so people listen to us, they love us. They, you know, hopefully, right. They're buying our book. They're completely motivated by what we say. And then they go and, uh, they get their license or they deciding they're going to, you know, uh, take their business to the next level. They're already successful agents. They want to create more financial security, just whatever level on the financial real estate spectrum you're on. And then you choose, you think somehow you're going to be able to accomplish that goal by yourself, figuring it out along the way. When you have that thought, the reason you're thinking that way is because you're not actually committed to what you said you're going to do. And you know it. Because if you said, for example, you want to learn how to play tennis, so you're going to go buy a racket. Maybe it's the right one. Maybe it's not the right one. You're going to watch some videos on YouTube. You can go to some Facebook groups. You can get some people's opinions. And you're going to show up the tennis court, and you're going to just try to – you guys see how asinine this is, the whole idea that yeah. you would basically try to learn how to you know, even play something as you know, simple as tennis. Not simple, but you're getting my idea here, hopefully. And you're not going to hire somebody. You see how stupid that is? You would never do that, right? And yet, when you guys get real estate licenses, do you think somehow miraculously you're going to be able to do this little sample? You're going to create your own business? So that's somebody that's not serious about business. That's somebody that's not serious about being successful. Is if you think this is your opportunity to have your creative outlet and you're going to show the world that you're the greatest entrepreneur and business owner ever and you're going to figure out things that people have never figured out before you, your motivation is to not help people and make profit. Your motivation is something that you're going to have to work through. But unfortunately, you're probably not going to last in real estate because you're Waste, you're going to essentially run out of money and not have enough closings. And essentially, that's the fate of most of you. you. When you get it, if you're serious about anything, do not waste time. Hire someone that's going to get you there, that's proven to be able to get you there, and do it urgently. And I'm not talking about buying leads. I'm not talking about anything passive. Passive anything in life is for wimps. Just don't do passive anything because it's going to basically make it so that you're never going to get what you want in life. You're never, you're everything you want on, on the, on, is on the other side of, I'll say it another way, struggling, working hard, you know, on, on the other side of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Intuitively, all of you know that. You know it in your heart and soul. If you have children and you see them struggling with their math homework, you see them, as Zoe does, you see them struggling with different things in their lives. They still have to finish the task or they will fail the class. You don't have, your life is not set up that way beyond your urgent bills that you have to pay every month. So you can make all these grandiose statements and all these things you're going to do, for your, do with your life. And then you can, you know, fake work all day uh, because you're not following a plan, you know, essentially do this or you do not get that. You're not actually following any plan like that. You're just kind of feeling your way through and taking, doing a sampler approach to business you're not serious about your success. If you listen to us every single day and you have not enrolled in at least our premier coaching program, it's because you are not serious about actually getting to the top of your financial mountain uh, urgently. You're not. Otherwise, you would have done it already. Is there any other reason you can think of? It's not the cost. No. Our coaching's not expensive. Definitely not. And the longer you spin your wheels like that, 
the faster you're going to just, you know, check out of this business. It's, it's really true. true. It, I mean, I remember listening to some of the clubhouses that, that, you know, we always try and bring, you always try and bring a good question. And one of them was, what was the biggest mistake that you made in the past? They all said that. And they all said the same thing. I mean, one, I can't remember her name, but she said. They said, I would have hired a. I, I would have I, hired a coach sooner. But it wasn't just a coach. It was I, the right coach. The right coach. And the right coach is somebody who's like our three filters. It's really four. But the, the filters are when you're looking to hire anybody for anything, really, that you can apply yes. this to any aspect of your life. If your dog needs to have a splitter removed from one of its <laughs> paws, right? Same thing. So rule number one for hiring anybody that's going to help you build your real estate business is number one, have they had a real estate license? in the past. Answers yes or answers no. If the answer is no, then do not hire that person. They do not pass go. Next question is going to be, did they sell 100 houses in a year? If the answer is yes, if the answer is no, if the answer is no, ditch them. Next question is, did they sell 100 houses a year for at least five years in a row? There's your, and that's another filter for you. So if they haven't sold real estate, uh, then don't worry about hiring them. They're not going to act. They're trying to sell you something, but they don't know anything about what you're trying to sell. Why would you waste your time hiring a tennis coach that's never played co or tennis before? It makes no sense. Number two rule is have they actually been successful at selling 100 houses uh, for a year? Now, I'll give you some flavors to that. If it's somebody that listed a condo development, that's not the same as what you're going to be doing, which is going after individual clients. If it's somebody that listed a big tower in downtown Miami and they say, I sold 400 houses last year or 400 units last year in a building where you were the new build rep. That does not, not count with what we do here. Okay. And the third one was, is have they actually sold uh, at least a hundred houses per year for at least five years in a row? That is somebody, if you find somebody that checks all three of those boxes, the last one's going to take them out. The last one is, do they, have they actually had at least 10,000 one-on-one coaching calls where they were being paid? Okay. And I'll tell you the reason that where they're being paid part is important because they will lie that they've been doing coaching calls. Oh, I've been a coach for a long time. Okay. Define what that means. I spoke at my office. Yeah. Office meetings. I had a team where I would talk, I would, you know, teach my team. I would coach my team members. I post on Facebook all the time with advice. Exactly. I created some, you know, I created a video series on YouTube. Yeah. I call myself a coach. Bullshit. Okay. So the bottom line is, is have they, have they had a real estate license? Yes or no. Number two is, did they sell a hundred houses in a year? Yes or no. Number three is, did they sell at least a hundred houses per year for at least five years? Yes or no. Number four is, have they done actually at least 10,000 paid one-on-one -on -one coaching calls? That's the coaching experience. See, people think that if you're successful in real estate, you're just naturally a good coach. That is not true. That's right. Exactly. You know, so when you're hiring somebody, make sure you are incredibly particular about who you hire. Make sure you are unbelievably picky. You are in, you, you ask the hardest questions. And by the way, if you ask all four of those questions in the industry right now, people that are asking, they're offering coaching. Do you know how many people that are actually going to meet those criteria for those four questions? Do you guys want to guess? I already know. Two people, Julie and I, that's it. And I know that for a fact. And our coaches, because we've trained them. That's right. Well, I don't have any of them done 10,000 calls for, I mean, close, some I of them. Coach Rochelle's yeah, been she, I bet she has for yeah. sure. So guys, there it is. Listen, I didn't mean for it just to be an infomercial for coaching. <laughs> We're here but, to help you guys. We're yeah. trying to lessen your pain. Okay. We know how hard it is because we coach you, because we hear all of your stories and your questions and your challenges. It doesn't have to be that hard. You know, you do need to build your skill now more than ever, though. I, oh, yeah. I think that's definitely true. Yeah. Oh, and my I gosh. think it's going to stay that way for a while. 
Oh, geez, it's like brutal. Like a long while. I, I really, honestly, I feel I, some of the nicest people that we've ever coached have been uh, when we sold real estate, too. Mm-hmm. Remember Barb Flagger and all these oh, really yeah. sweetheart ladies that yeah. were working with, you know, great. Working with buyers is like when Julie and I sold real estate, there was a quite a few fantastic buyers, agents that all they did is work with buyers mm-hmm. uh, and they were single moms and they sure. could do it around their kids' but schedules. But you could do it like that. Though. Right. You can't really do it anymore. I mean, yeah. you can't. And it's it's sad because I remember those people and they were so wonderful. Yeah. I know. But here's the thing to remember. There is a whole generation of people getting their licenses right now who can't look back like that and go, well, it used to be a lot easier. They're coming into a market where they're going to follow the rules and they're going to compete because they don't have that baggage to look back on. But the on. problem is ultimately they're going to be given real crap advice and, and they're going to be told to buy buyer leads and chase sure. buyers. So if you're getting into this business now, or if you've been in this business for a while and you've been buying buyer leads, and I'm sure at this point you're realizing what an exercise and futility that continues to be, you got to pivot and be put all your best aid, uh, efforts towards being a listing agent. Tim, there can't possibly be enough age, uh, opportunity in the listing agent side of the, the mm-hmm. yes, there are. There, is. there are houses that are sold that never make it to the MLS. So whatever, the total number of home sales there will be this year. Some people are predicting this is going to be a record year for home sales. There are probably at least, I would guess, 50% more of the, you know, the millions that get sold every year that get sold that no one even knows about. Builders don't put their stuff in the MLS. Okay, there's an example. So how many total new builds there are that never make it in the MLS? So you're talking about, you know, tens of millions of homes that will be sold every year. There's a hell of a lot of opportunity on the listing side. And, you, and we're not saying don't work buyers, but we're saying don't work the sellers that have to buy. That might make sense. Um, work, obviously, with buyers when to buy your listings. But the idea that you're just going to go out there and get buyers that don't have houses to sell, you're just going to be a straight-up buyer's agent, that business model is effectively dead. And I know most of you are going to get into the business – you're going to hook up with someone. They're going to say, work with buyers, work with buyers, go buy buyer leads. Worst advice ever. Don't yeah, do and, it. And how many, quote, teams are full up to their eyeballs with buyer leads? And now they're going to expand their team and give all these buyer leads out. We're going to do a podcast. This is another special request well, podcast. But you're saying you, your mind about, went to where my mind. Well, let me finish yeah. your thought, okay? Yeah. So the other piece of bad advice you guys are given is join a team. That's yeah. terrible advice. Don't join a team. Right, do it yourself. Learn how to be a listing agent uh, right. now. And if you are in a team, and you're not like you're wondering, well, how do I go to the next level? I just told you, right? Become a listing agent. Focus all your best energies on becoming a listing agent. And maybe, oddly enough, you want to transition out of being part of a team where you have some resemblance of security, and you want to go independent. Which, by the way, these rules also still apply to you. Mm-hmm. Then follow these rules. But I promise you, all roads are going to lead to you. Uh, deciding to, to be a last. listing agent. Yeah, definitely. As, I mean, especially now. Yeah, you have to list to last. And, you know, that's not to say that we don't cover all the buyer stuff in our premier coaching. Of course we do, okay? And and that's more like strategy, how to win, how to find inventory. Other than the MLS, of course we handle all of that stuff for you guys. But the overall theme is getting you into the listing business. Holy tamale, Julie. We're supposed to be on spring break, and we've been on this uh, podcast for 45 <laughs> minutes. We're terrible at taking time off. Yes. You know what? Time. We need to hire a leisure coach. A leisure coach. I think we know a few friends that could help us with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Julie and I are looking for leisure coaches. If anyone Teach you, us how to play. <laughs> exactly. Teach us how to not work. I mean, that's hilarious. Do you know it's been know. 45 minutes? Oh, we're terrible at leisure. We are. In any event, if you guys need us for anything, you can always text us at 512 758 
512-758-0206. Thanks for continuing to make this by far, which is so amazing, the number one listen to daily podcast uh, for real estate agents in the nation. Where you know, I think maybe soon I'll feel comfortable saying the world. Um, and we, I did tell you guys a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I didn't tell you. What? So we are syndicating um, the podcast. We are going to be starting. The podcast is going to be longer. And Julie and I, and this is the funny part for longtime listeners. You guys will appreciate this. Julie and I are going to start selling. Uh, we're basically going to have advertisers on the podcast. They're not going to be obnoxious ones, I promise. Julie and I get to choose who's going to be an advertiser. They're going to be the types of ads you hear on other podcasts. Um, but the funny thing is, is that can you imagine Julie and I doing a live read for like selling mattresses. <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I, I do think I would I think we're gonna keep it too. I'm I'd like to have a theme of stuff that they probably could use like yeah, yeah. like ring for you know yeah, yeah, ha- housing oriented maybe right. a little bit. Right. We're not gonna pick know. like I promise you Julie will not be doing any Bluetooth commercials. No, definitely not. <laughs> You're on your own if we're doing that. <laughs> no. So we've warned you. <laughs> Blue Chew is Viagra for you guys who don't yeah, know. Do and the know. only reason we know that is because there's a lot of podcasts where they basically do Blue Chew commercials. It's so funny listening to, the, you know, some of these, you know, like Ben Shapiro or whatever, and then I'll break into selling earbuds. <laughs> I know, and try and make a smooth transition out of that. But we'll probably be funny at it too. So We'll see what we can do. We'll make each other laugh, exactly. piss the advertisers off, probably. and I'll be in the end of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you guys have a great day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.